There's this old joke about, I went to this wonderful party. Everyone in the room was there. And the thing that makes that joke funny is that most of the time, people who are there aren't really there. <laughs> hello, hello, this is Laura Pareka. I hope you are here with me in Body, Mind, and Spirit. So let's get with it, shall we? Today's episode is about presence. I'm here. You know, when you take role and the students have to say whether they are present or not. Do you remember being in school and having to raise your hand and say, I'm here or present? Most of us, most of the time, aren't really where we are in our body, paying attention to what's going on in the moment. I've said this a million times and I'll reiterate, usually people are either thinking about the past or thinking about the future. And that's what makes it so special when you meet that person who, when they are with you, they are really with you. Their attention is on you. They are bright, alert, and paying attention, listening, being there with you. We all know what that feels like. And we also know what it feels like when someone we're with is not there. But let's not talk about other people. Let's talk about ourselves. Are you truly wherever you are? most of the time? Or are you off in your mind thinking? You know, I used to think thinking was such a wonderful thing (laughs) until I got into learning about presence and the state of mind and realized our thinking can get us into a lot of trouble sometimes. You see, that mind of ours works nonstop. Even when we're sleeping, if we're dreaming, (laughs) that mind is working. And I'm not talking about the automatic part of your mind that works 24-7 to keep you breathing and have all those functions going on in your body to keep systems running properly. I'm talking about your conscious mind, the part of your mind that thinks for you and solves problems, but also gets you into a lot of trouble, creates worry and grief and strife and those kinds of challenges, creates drama sometimes just because it's bored. Yes, your mind sometimes has a mind of its own. Are you always trying to get somewhere, doing, doing, doing? Is something fulfilling right around the corner? Or just uh, are you just spending your time in those short-lived pleasures like food? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Eating just because it's pleasurable. Drinking, uh, excitement, sex. Ooh, did she say sex? Yes, that's another thing that's a quick, short-lived pleasure that people often indulge in rather than really thinking about presence. You're thinking, wait a minute, if you're having sex, if you are eating or drinking or having some sort of exciting activity go on, you are surely present. Well, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Let's talk about it. Here's the thing. Oftentimes, especially those of us still wrapped up in, in the work world, we are focused on becoming, achieving, attaining, chasing that next um, level of achievement in our job or chasing a thrill if you're a thrill seek, uh, seeker like many young people are. Acquiring things, you know? Are you one of those people that has to go to the mall any chance you can get? Has to get on Amazon and buy something? Acquiring things, trying to be good enough, or feel fulfilled. I remember when I left a job of many years and I considered buying a a preschool and I told the gal, no, I just want to be fulfilled. I want to feel fulfilled. And I caught myself because I didn't think before I said that. The words came straight out. My mind was working and (laughs) I wasn't attentive to what my mind was saying. And as it came out, I thought, wait a minute. Hmm? Hmm? I just want to be fulfilled. Hmm. 
right? So our mind can really get us into trouble, but we think that these are things that we want to do and that are good for us, but is it really good to be doing, 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 or trying to get somewhere? When I taught kindergarten, the lovely thing about those young, adorable children is that they are in the now. They are all about the process, building those castles, uh, playing with their imagination, even when they're practicing writing their numbers or letters. They are in the now. Work all the way up to fifth grade, and all of a sudden, in those four or five years, what happens? The children come in the room and say, is this for a grade? They don't really care about the process anymore. They just want to know if it's for a grade or not. Are they going to be graded on it? What happened? Boy, our education system is leaves a lot to be desired, if that's the case, which it is, because I would tell you no lies. Oh, we're always working to get somewhere or do something or be something we're not, when the reality is all we really have is here and now. I've been reading a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and it is really in-depth about our presence and our consciousness. And so I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg here with how it relates to my life and yours, and hopefully yours, and the, the way I think about it and how this might help affect you and to live a better, stronger, happier life. The quality of your consciousness at this moment is what shapes the future, which really can only be experienced right here, right now. <laughs> I'm here, right? Right here and right now is the way you shape your future whether you decide to do something right now or put it off, whether you decide to be loving and kind or mean and spiteful, whatever's happening right here in the now, whether you look at that child who is smiling at you and smile back, whether you take a moment to pet the cat that just came up and rubbed on your leg, this is the power of now. And it's determined by your degree of presence, how present you are. And that means not having everything be about the future or the past. A lot of people are deep in the past. If you feel guilt, you're in the past. If you feel resentment, oh, that person, I can't believe they did that. I'm going to show them you're in the past. If you feel regret, oh, I wish I had done X, Y, or Z. Yeah, you're in the past. What about sadness? You're definitely in the past if you are in sadness. Grievances, bitterness, all of those are just little post signposts, little yellow flags saying, whoop, hold on, whoa, whoa, slow down. You're in the past. What about in the future? Now, I tend to think, or I tended to think before I started reading this book, that being in the future was a good place to be. You know, project your future. Think about the things you want to happen in your life. Be the CEO of your life and create your future and, and be imagining that bright future that you want. And yes, while all that is well and good, thinking about the future can also cause people to feel uneasy Oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, and that makes me very uneasy. Feel tension. Oh no, I didn't study or I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So now tomorrow at work, am I going to get in trouble? I'm a little tense about that. Anxiety. I don't know what's going to happen. Or, or how about this one? I don't know what's wrong with me. That's anxiety. And that is not good for you. And it usually comes from worrying about the future. 
Stress, well, stress is all about the future. Stressed out because you know you're on your way home and it's late and everyone's hungry and you don't have time to fix dinner, let alone stop at the store to buy the things that you need before you get there. Yes, stress is thinking about the future. Now, you're saying, but how could I not under those circumstances? Well, what if you're driving home and instead of being stressed out like that, you're very present right there in the car, attentive to what's going on around you, attentive to that beautiful steering wheel you are holding that gets you home a lot faster than walking, taking a bus or riding a bicycle. (laughs) So what if you choose to be thinking happy thoughts while you're driving home? I guarantee that's better for you, better for your stress level. And here's the thing, being stressed out about the future does not help. I used to think when I was in college, oh no, worry does help because it gets me to study because when I'm worried, I go ahead and study and then I do good on the test the next day. But that's not worrying, right? You worry for that split second and then you're busy studying. You're no longer worrying, you are taking action. And that's what we wanna do instead of being in that spot of worrying about the future. And when I say worry, that includes pretty much the whole gamut, right? We can be worried about all kinds of things. And need I remind you that someone special said, uh, have no worry for the morrow, for the morrow will take care of itself. So the past or the future are places where we want to try to stay out of. So when you find your mind going into the past, if it is a happy thought about, oh, I remember when I taught kindergarten at that school, as you drive past a school, uh, that's okay. That's a good thought, but you still want to mostly be present, but it's okay to dig in the past for happy thoughts, looking at old photos. But if you find yourself in resentment or regret or guilt or grievance, catch yourself and say, wait a minute, what am I doing thinking about the past and feeling bad about that? Drop it. And what's happening right now around me? Look around you. What about the future? Oh, we always do this, right? Oh, I was supposed to plan that vacation. And by the time I get to it, everything's going to be overpriced. It's going to be too expensive. That is not what you need to do. Instead, you should be doing an action that gets you closer to your goal, not worrying. So being in the now means you take action, maybe? I'll tell you the different things we can do to be in the now. Because you are either worried about your situation or your life. Here's the thing. If you are involved in your life, you're going to be living day to day, moment to moment. This is why children make us so happy and animals because they are in the now. They are right here, right now, and they bring us in the now. I used to love watching a fish tank when I had one. It just made me feel so calm. When I had a dog, I just loved petting the dog, taking him for a walk, feeding him, spending time with the dog. Uh, My daughter had two ferrets once that were the life of the party. They were like three-year-olds on crack, (laughs) except when they were taking a nap because, boy, when they were down, they were down. (laughs) They were either wide awake and in full play mode or sleeping. And they make you feel here and now. And so somehow when we got older, something happened where we got too wrapped up in not our life, but the situations, the situations of life. And so that's what we want to pull ourselves out of. We want to leave abstraction behind, right? We want to leave these abstract thoughts about the past or about the future behind or the dramas that we create create about so-and-so did this. And so I'm going to do that next time I see so-and-so. Let's leave those abstractions in the past. Let's allow allow everything to be. 
They say, as within, so without. As without, so within. And what that means is, if you're calm on the inside, you're going to create a calm outside. And similarly, if you happen to be in surroundings that are calm, let's say you go on a vacation to the beach in Acapulco, oh, it's so calm out there, it helps you to be calm inside. But what can you do normally, day to day, to help solve this problem of not being in the now, of being stressed out or worried about the future or the past, or just too focused on becoming and achieving and attaining and chasing something? Well, here are some things you can do. I'm glad you asked. First, make room or space. Make some space. How can you do that? Tidy up your desk. Make your bed. Clean place around you is making space for things. How about just making room in your schedule? Leaving some time frames blank where you don't have to do anything. You can just be. This is why people meditate. They want to try to get back to that, stopping that incessant thinking that the brain is doing and make a little space for just being. Which brings me to the second point. Be where you are. If you are outside walking your dog, be there, not on the phone with someone else. Or I've seen people in a restaurant with their children on their phone, totally ignoring the child. I saw a lady the other day walking with her baby on her breast, you know, one of those packs that holds the baby in the front of your body. The baby had to be no more than a month old. She was jabbering on the phone back and forth in front of this restaurant for 20 minutes. I felt so sorry for the baby because normally, if we didn't have this new technology, she would be giving that baby love, patting it on its head, kissing it on the cheek, maybe talking to it, sweet little whispers, looking in its eyes, interacting with it. Be where you are. Right now, I'm sitting in my office at home and I am here now with you. I mean, obviously, you're not sitting here with me, but it is as if you were. I'm talking to you as if you were right here with me, and I hope it feels that way to you. Look around. What do you see? This is called grounding. Look around and try to get in touch with where you are and how you feel. So are your feet touching the ground? One of mine is. The other one is up on on one of the legs of the chair that I'm sitting on. How's the temperature where you are? How does it feel? Is it good? How are you feeling inside? Take a deep breath. Let go of some of that stress. Yeah, how are you feeling? It's good to check in. I took a course last year where we had to check in. Our homework was to check in eight times a day with ourselves. Check in and see how am I feeling right now? And if we could come up with a word to label it, we were to do that. And then to tell ourselves that that was the right way to feel at the time. So I got in the habit of just checking in with myself. Presence. Another thing you can do to help you with this is listen and don't judge. I am so guilty of this. When I am on the phone with one of my daughters or when I am um, chatting with somebody in a business sense, you know, being a coach and a mentor and even a consultant, uh, oftentimes when I'm listening, now I'm really good at when I'm mentoring at not doing this, but pretty much any other time I'm just chatting with someone, I have to catch myself to not be preparing in my mind what I want to say back to what they've said. And that's not real listening. Real listening is just being there, accepting that person in their totality for who they are. And I 
think this is really easy for us teachers when we have little kids, little, you know, teachers of preschool and kindergarten, even first grade, we can just be there with the kids sometimes, uh, not all the time, but uh, we can just feel. The little kids are so in the moment. We can just feel them. And the big thing about this is not to judge. I've said it before. All judgment is self-judgment. If you are judging someone else, are you really judging yourself? You must. You must judge yourself or you wouldn't have room to be judging others. So try not to judge. Catch yourself and say, oh, there's my mind going again. Stop and just try to be present. Another way to be present is to touch something. Right now, touch the pen or the desk or the couch or uh, if you're outside, touch the ground. I don't know, touch something and help yourself to get back right in the here and now. Touching something helps you to be where you are. Another thing you can do is acknowledge uh, something being there and this is a a little activity I've taught people to do when they're frustrated or very upset. I say go for a walk and preferably with someone who can help you and they will say, look at that car over there. And then when the person looks at it, they say, okay, yeah, I see it. And then the helper says, thank you. Okay, look at the ground. Look at that tree over there. Oh, look at this flower. And it really helps bring you into the now. You cannot be in the past or the future when you are constantly looking at and and acknowledging what is right here, right now in front of you. And here's one more, because I always like, like to give you lots of things to do so you can try a few of them and look, see what works for you, right? Look, see what you see, not what I tell you to see or what anyone else tells you to see. So here's the final one. Observe the rhythm of your breathing. Just observe it. Don't try to make yourself re, uh, breathe in any special pattern. Just feel it come in and let it go out. And, and soften your belly, by the way. Here in America, we were taught to always suck that stomach in so you can look sexy and attractive and slender. And that's not good for you. You need to be able to let your belly fall out as you breathe in. So you're not just breathing up in your chest, you're breathing down in your stomach too. You're using your whole diaphragm to breathe. So if you observe the rhythm of your breathing, that's another thing that brings you here in the now. You know what? There are no real problems. <laughs> you're not going to believe me because it was hard for me to think of this at first. And sometimes I vacillate back and forth, but this is where we want to go, right? We want to transcend. We want to become wiser and more serene and more noble. So there are no problems. There are only situations to be dealt with, either now or to be left alone and dealt with later. It's insane to have problems. Now, that's like an indirect quote from Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> he says it's insane to have problems because a problem is kind of signifies that you don't have a solution yet. And when there is any situation that comes up, you either deal with it now or you leave it alone till later. You focus on the one thing you can do now. So you can be totally here, totally present in the now. I hope this helped. We can talk more about this next time if you like. You can always reach me at laura at sevendailyhabits.com. And as I always say, uh, sharing is caring. So share this with someone you know who needs to hear it. Bye for now.